Okay. We thank God. As I was saying, the first thing we, we are learning this morning is that as Christians, we, we have been called into the life of rest. God has called us. into a land we have been given the promise of entering his rest he says that therefore since the promise of entering his rest still stands let us be careful that none of us be found to have been falling short of it and the verse 2 says that for we also have had the gospel preached to us just as they did but the message they heard was of no value to them, but because those who heard did not combine it with faith. Hallelujah. So it's talking about the fact that God has promised us as Christians that he has given us rest from all our labors. But he's saying that some people heard this message at first, but they did not believe it and they did not mix it with faith so it did not benefit them but it is warning us that we should be careful so that we do not also fall victims by the same disobedience or by the same unbelief hallelujah so it's it's telling us that we have been called into the life of rest the rest of god it says in the verse 3 that now we who have believed enter that rest just as God has said so it means that God has given us a rest if someone is giving you rest from something it means that the person is 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 telling you to relax from all your labors it means that the, the, there is a word that you have to redo there is something that you have to accomplish but the person has has given you like has stepped in for you and is giving you rest on every side that i know that you should do this i know that you should do that but i am coming in to help you so you relax relax i will do everything that is rest so the verse 3 is saying that now we who have believed enter that rest so god has given us rest as christians from all our labors but then it comes only through belief if we don't believe then we although we have been called as christians into the life of rest but we will still be in a life full of still believing but that is not what to give us in abundance
one day was somehow a phase. Hallelujah. What I am saying is that the verse 4 says that on the seventh day God rested from all that he had made. And we human beings, Bible makes us understand in Genesis that we were created on the sixth day. So meaning that the seventh day, which was the day of God's rest, God was telling us that he had already made everything available for us to live the full life. He had already given us rest. God had already finished everything in creation, making everything perfect. So, when you become born again and you, you have your spirit recreated in Christ Jesus, you know that you have been called into this life of rest. You have been called into this life of rest. So God has given you everything. That is why Second Peter chapter 1 verse 3 says that God has given us everything that pertains unto life and to godliness through the knowledge of Him who has called us to glory and virtue. Praise the Lord. So what we are learning this morning is that we have to enter into God's rest because God has called us into a life of rest. But he says that we have to be careful because those who heard it at first did not miss it with faith. So it, it, it is a warning to us that God has given us rest through His Son, Jesus Christ. That is why He sent His only begotten Son to come and die for us. So we are not struggling. Christ Jesus has come to set us free and has given us a life full of glory, full of abundance, full of everything that we need. That is why Hebrews chapter 4 is saying that God has promised us this rest, but we have to claim this life by faith and live this life of rest. There are some of us Christians who have been we claim that we have accepted Jesus Christ as our Lord and personal Savior, but we tend to worry about everything. We, we live like we, we are still living in, in the life of sin. We are so engulfed in sin. We are so engulfed in the problems and the issues of life that we, we, we cannot just accept the sacrifice that Jesus made on the cross of Calvary. We think that it is too much. It is too much for someone. It is so easy. It's, 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 it's some, somehow seems unbelievable that someone will come and die for us and wash all our sins. But if you don't have faith, you cannot enter into this rest. You cannot enjoy this life of rest. Even though you have been born again and you have accepted Jesus Christ as your Lord and personal Savior, but then you will still live a life of struggle. And the Versailles says that because these people they did not believe, God said that they, they, he swore that they shall never enter his rest. 
So it is a very serious thing. Imagine that the people of Israel, the people of Israel, God had promised to give them the promised land. He, he had promised them that he would give them a land flowing with milk and honey. Yet the people, they sent 12 spies to go into the land. And the people came back with bad reports that the people on the land are giants. We cannot conquer them. Yet the Lord had told them specifically that this land belongs to you. I will give this land to you. But they came and they said that we are grasshoppers. We cannot take possession of this land. So God has given us rest. God has given us rest through his word and through the sacrifice of his son. But it is up to you to believe. It is up to you to accept it. It is up to you to boldly affirm what God has given you through his word. Because the people of Israel, God told them specifically that I will give you this land, this land flowing with honey and milk. But they, they came and said, we cannot, we cannot go into that land. We, we, when we went, we were like grasshoppers before these people. And they will kill us. They will totally condemn us. So what is your response to the rest God has given you? It is your personal faith that will show your response to what God is saying about your life. It is your personal faith. So it says that, therefore, if we, we have entered into to the, this rest, then we have to. It says that today he has given us another day. That is what the verse 7 is saying. That today, if you hear the word of God, do not harden your heart. Today, if you hear the word of God, do not harden your heart because there are a lot of things that we go through in life that we, we think that oh life is too difficult life but god is saying that he has given us rest from all our labors but then it takes faith it takes faith to live this life of rest that god has given to us it takes faith to live this life of rest god has given to us because when we came in as i was saying in genesis chapter 2 god had already finished the work that is why Jesus on the cross of Calvary said it is finished. Everything, everything that you need for life and godliness, God has provided. God has provided it for you. So it is, it is, people, people think so much about a lot of things. You worry so much about everything. You worry about your education. You worry about the marriage. You are so fearful. Oh God, when will this traveling door open for me? When will this this marriage come? Even when the marriage comes, some people are even doubting. So when I marry, will I really give birth or not? See, your God didn't write. You don't struggle with it. God has given it to you through his precious promises but you have to claim it and believe it that god has finished everything and he says he has given you everything that that pertains unto life and godliness so second corinthians chapter 3 verse 21 says that all things are yours all things are yours 
all things are yours whether in life everything that god created he says that he has created it for you to enjoy 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 so it is up to you this life is up to you to to decide whether you will take the rest of god or you would you will still live a life of struggle that is why the verse 7 says that to be if you hear the word of god do not have them it's do not have them in your heart so what is your what is your response to the word of god look at a man like abraham he heard the word of god he heard the word of god that he will be the father of many nations and at that time he was more stricken in years and his wife sarah was barren and romans 4 this romans chapter 4 says that against hope he hoped against hope it means that there was no hope usual situation and no woman there was no hope that what God has said will come to pass. But Romans chapter 4 makes us understand that he did not consider his own body, which was now weak, or he did not consider the barrenness of Sarah's womb. But he grew strong in faith as he gave glory to God. So, in entering this rest of God, you have to grow strong in faith by always aligning yourself to the Word of God. By always aligning yourself to the Word of God and accepting the, the sacrifice of, of our Lord Jesus Christ on Calvary. So, everything that God has said, you, you have to align yourself with it. Daily confess what you believe. Because the, the devil is smart. The devil will try to put fear in you. The devil will try to speak into your ears that this, this education that being crying, some people have think that the, the, their prophecies they, they have received, it has delayed. So it will never come to pass. But my sister, my brother, this morning I came to tell you that we have a rest to enter into. We God has promised that He has given us rest. He has given us everything that pertains unto life and godliness. He has given us everything that we need. So instead of worrying so much about everything, some people they they tend to fight about about everything in their life. They tend to fight about even from childhood to adulthood, they don't enjoy anything. Even doing admission to university, they think it's a struggle how to how to marry, how to do bed, how to travel in the ministry. They think that everything is a struggle. But God says that He has given me rest through His Son Jesus Christ. Because I say we human beings, we are His last babies. When we came into the creation story, He had already called the sea. He had created everything, the heaven and earth and everything. We did not come to do anything. That is what God wants you to understand that it is not by your might, it is not by your power, it is by His Spirit. Yours is just to believe. Just believe, just believe, just believe. It says that Abraham believed in the God who, who quickened the dead. 
and call it the things which be not as though they were. Hallelujah. So in Abraham's case, even though the things were, the, the, the thing was not there, but he believed that it would still come to pass. He believed that even if the thing the thing that God was talking about, the son God was talking about, even if he, 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 he wasn't there at that time, he believed that God was able to create a brand new son, a brand new womb for Sarah, and quicken him, Abraham, to give birth to the son. What is your faith this morning? That is why Hebrews chapter 4 is saying that if you hear the word of God today, do not harden your heart. He says that God has called you into this life of rest. This life of rest. This life of rest. So, he says the, the, in the verse 9 and verse 10, Hebrews chapter 4, verse 9 and 10, that there remaineth therefore a rest to the people of God. And he says that for he that is entered into his rest, he also has ceased from his own works as God did from his. Hallelujah. So Hebrews chapter 4 verse 9 is saying that there is a rest for the people of God. There is a rest for the people of God. And he says that he who has entered into God's rest has ceased from his own works. So God has spoken, but do you believe this? He says that once you have entered into God's rest, then you have ceased from your own works. So life is no longer a life of struggle. The life of sin, sin had total dominion. That was when we were struggling to please God. Right now, God has given you rest. He has called. We have been created to live the good life that God has already made available. He has arranged for us, pre-arranged for us to live. So it is a life of total rest. And it says that once you accept this, 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 the sacrifice of Christ Jesus on the cross, you yourself, you have ceased from your own rest. And you have entered into the rest of God. So this morning, which faith are you coming to God with? Do you accept the promises of God? So this rest that I'm talking about, it only comes by faith. With, because Hebrews chapter 11 verse 6 says that without faith, it is impossible to please God. For everyone that comes to God must believe that He is and He is a rewarder of those who diligently seek Him. 
So this morning, it is the, the, the level of faith that you are coming to God with. It is the level of faith that you have come, you are coming to God with. God has told you a lot of things. God has told you, showed you a lot of things about your destiny. But, 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 you are looking at the things around and it seems so impossible. And you are asking yourself, how can this thing be? You know this rest that I'm talking about here. It gives you speed. It gives you speed. It gives you everything that it makes the impossible possible. It makes the impossible possible. So Zachariah in the book of Luke chapter 1 asked the angel, How can this be? Because I, I and my wife Elizabeth, we are well stricken in it. How can this thing be? And the same thing, the angel went to Mary, and the, Mary also asked the same thing. How can this thing be? But, but God, is, God told Mary, the angel told Mary that the Spirit of God will come upon you, and the power of the Most High will overshadow you. So entry into, the, into God's rest, I hear someone asking the same question that, God, you have told me I will travel. God, you have told me I will have this degree. I will do this master. I will marry. I will, I will have these children. But I, I, I am married for about 10 years. I'm not seeing any sign. I, I am here. I'm not seeing any sign of any woman or man coming for me to even start do, go into the relationship to marry and all those things but and you're asking so many questions how can this thing be how can this thing be but god is saying that you have to enter into his rest with your feet with your with your high level of confidence he says that abraham was fully persuaded that god was able to do what he had promised so this life of rest as i was talking about it gives you speed you know the people of israel they 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 were supposed to complete the journey to the promised land in 40 days but because of their own belief they did not believe to enter into the into god's rest so instead of 40 days they used 40 years so that is the dangerous thing. That is the dangerous thing of not entering into God's rest, of not believing. Something that you that has to come to you in about a month or in a year because you, you doubt God, because you doubt the promises of God concerning your life, it can take you years. So a, a 40 days journey turned into 40 years for the people of Israel because God told them that I'll give you this land. But they said, oh, no, we cannot take this land. We are grasshoppers. We, we, we are afraid. These people will kill us. But God told them that I will lead you into this land. So because of their own belief, God had to clear that whole generation and raise another generation that will enter into the promised land. So there is something that is supposed to be yours. But if you are not careful to claim it, then rather will have it. But this thing, it has to come to you. It is your personal possession that you have to claim hold of. So don't miss God's rest by doubting and in doubting, the doubting will delay God's promises for your life. 
some of the prophecies you have received about your life hasn't manifested because you don't even believe that God is able to do what God says he will do. But God says he's able to do everything and he has assured you that his divine power has given us everything that pertains unto life and godliness. So entering into this life of rest is, is you having the full confidence and full faith and being fully persuaded that God is able to do what he has he has said that he will do so entering into this life of faith what you need to do is to spend time in the word to know what is yours in Christ Jesus hallelujah because if you don't know the promises that God has given to you, the, what he has said in this area concerning your finances, what he has said in this area concerning your marriage, what he has said concerning your future, your destiny. He says in Jeremiah that, Jeremiah, before you were formed in your mother's womb, I knew you and I set you apart as a prophet unto the nations. He says that, and I know the plans I have for you, the plans that will give you a future and an expected end. Plans not to destroy you. So if you don't know these things, that is when the devil sets in. That is, that is our problem. We don't know the promises. We don't even know. That is why the devil can step in at any time and do anything and confuse us and, and be whispering into our ears that you you will never you will never prosper in this ministry. But then God has given you this vision in you know the story of Joseph. Joseph, when he was put in prison. He knew because he had he had a dream when he was a young a young boy he, when he was a young man that he would be a prince that all his breath when he had a dream and he went to tell his father his father rebuked him he said Do you, he said I had a dream and the the sun and the moon and and twelve eleven stars were bowing to me and the father rebuked him saying ah what what do you mean by this you mean that i and your mother and your brothers will bow to you but joseph had this this vision in his spirit and he never gave up on the dream And from the time that he even went to prison, Joseph, he went to prison at the prime minister at the age of 30 years. So someone like Joseph had all the reason to believe that this promise will never come to pass. Because I have been in prison. I have been years in the prison. How can this be? How can this? But Joseph believed. He entered into the rest of God. He, 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 had the, he was at the point where he was confident. So he, 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 he had relaxed. You know, when, when you know that your father had, has promised to give you something, say, in a day, who will pay piano, say, or show, but say, may buy a metal bibia brewa. On buy a cry, you are relaxed. I mean, you know that your father will come. And when he comes, he will bring that thing. So, you know it. Because you are waiting for that promise. 
that is the level we have to get to because the, our father has promised us something he has given us assurance that he will give these things to us so we have to wait for it with patience we have to wait for it with patience that is why Hebrews chapter 12 says that since we are surrounded by such a great cloud of witnesses, let us put me aside every weight of sin that easily entangles us. And let us run with patience. You need patience to run this race because it is a race of patience. If you don't have patience, you will give up. Imagine Joseph having another dream that about the, the butler and the baker in the prison in the prison and he says that you you the butler and the baker he says that baker in in three days time you the king will the, the king will call all of you back in three days but in three days you baker you would die and you butler you'll be restored back to everything happened as joseph has said but when they were leaving the prison joseph told them butler if you go remember me but this butler forgot forgot about joseph totally and joseph was still in the prison saying when when would this thing happen this time minister that i saw this thing that i saw my brothers bowing down when will it happen because this battle has even forgotten me you know sometimes god will make people forget you because his set time has not fully manifested people will automatically forget you but it's not because people are forgotten you that means that god has forgotten you it means god is preparing you god is god is ordaining you god is god manifestation has not come it might seem that everyone has forgotten you it might seem that you are alone it might seem that you are struggling alone but when your time of manifestation also comes then you have to know that everything will work together for your good when the time of manifestation came God caused Pharaoh to have the dream that only Joseph was the one who was able to explain the dream. And in just a twinkle of an eye, he moved from being a prisoner to a prime minister. So I don't know, I don't know, probably you are giving yourself timelines. You are giving yourself timelines that people, this thing will. This thing, I must have it in the next three years. 
I think it's okay now. Hallelujah. Please, can you hear me? So, entering into God's rest, we found God. Entering into God's rest means that you have not seen the thing. Nothing even shows that what God says is coming to pass now. But you have, you are fully rested. You are in a position. You are stable. You are stable. You are stable, knowing that you are fully persuaded that God is able to do what God is able to do. What He has promised. That is the state of rest. So this morning's devotion, I told you that it is it is about entering into God's rest. The thing is, you you don't see any sign. Abraham did not see any sign. All he saw was he, he was weak, his body was weak, and Sarah's womb was barren. But he says that he believed in the in God. He did not listen in faith, but he grew strong in faith as he gave glory to God. So the the solution the solution is that. As you enter into God's rest, eh, you have not seen the thing, but you are still fully persuaded. You are praising God. You are praising God. You are worshiping God. That was a secret too. It says that Abraham grew strong in faith as he, he, he praised God. He grew strong in faith. That is the only way you will grow strong in your faith. That is the only way. Otherwise, the enemy will put a lot of things in your mind. Uh, probably you, you've gone to the embassy, they've bounced you like a thousand times. The passport, and God has, has promised you that you have the glorious marriage and you have a lot of children. So who signed there? What do you do? So in having, uh, having this rest, you have to, it, a, you have to make it a personal decision that you are praising God through thick and thin. You are waiting for your promise with patience, but you are praising God through thick and thin that God is able to do what He has promised. That is why I was explaining that you don't know the word of God or if you don't know the promises God has spoken about your life, it is easy it is easy to give up. So don't don't give up on the word. Always study the word day and night so that you will know Wakasa when the Satan came to the garden in Genesis chapter three, he asked Eve that has God really told you not to eat of the fruit? 
So when Satan comes, he will ask you a question. Has God really told you that you you will marry? Has God really told you that you, you have children? Has God really told you that you prosper in ministry? Look at the way you are struggling. You think that this thing will come to pass? Satan will ask you questions. So when he asks you these questions, if you are not strong with the word of God and fully persuaded about what God has promised, you you might also be tempted like Eve and Eve did. The way Eve gave in. But you have to have a, a, a heart of thanksgiving. You have to have a heart of gratitude. As I, I explained the last time that if it is God's will for us that in everything we should give thanks to Him. Because everything, the good, the bad, the ugly, everything is working for our good. So whilst you wait, you have to know the word of God, the promises God has for yourself, and you have to be praising God through it. You have to enjoy life. It says that, it, it says that in, in First Timothy chapter 6, verse 17. Please, can you read that? First Timothy chapter 6, verse 17. It says, Charge them that are rich in this world that they be not high minded, nor trust in uncertain riches, but in the living God who giveth us richly all things to enjoy. Hallelujah. It says that charge them that are rich in this world not to be high minded, but they should trust in God who giveth us richly all things to enjoy. So you have to enjoy your life. And yes, Adibia, you'll be thinking, you'll be thinking, you'll be thinking, Lord. But it says that. God has given us richly all things. It's not something so. He says He has richly given us all things for us to enjoy. All things that we should enjoy. So have the position of faith. Take up the shield of faith and take up the word of God and believe what God is saying about your life. He said that we should not trust in uncertain riches, but we should trust in the living God who gives us all things for us to enjoy. Some people, we, we worry too much about everything that we just say, yes, we are so overwhelmed with, with the situations of life. We've even forgotten how to laugh. And yes, we because God has fully given us his rest. So love Praise God. Hallelujah. Love be happy. Just say education. And one Do you have a sickness? Because he says that he, he, the punishment of our peace was upon him. And by his stripes we are healed. That is why I, I, I said that you have to know what God has said about everything, every aspect of your life. 
so that the enemy does not come in to lie to you. Boy, we are real. See, the thing at the enemy is true. I say, me, me, you are not certain about anything. But Philippians 4, chapter 6, is saying that we should not be anxious about anything. We should not be anxious about anything, but in everything by prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, we should let our request be made known. Again, how are put it to God in prayer. And once you have put it to God in prayer, learn to leave it there. Learn to leave it there. I know that you have done it. It is a done deal. That is why Jesus said it is finished. It is finished. It is finished. So once you pray, know that it is really, really finished. That is why he says that we should first Timothy chapter six section or say godliness with contentment is great, it is great gain. So we have to be content content with with the life of Christ we have and enter into that rest. You know the place of rest is where you have inner inner sufficiency. Like inwardly you are satisfied and you, you, you know that you are sufficient in everything inwardly, that God has provided you with everything inwardly. It says in First Timothy 6 says that godliness with contentment is great gain. And the verse 7 says that for we brought nothing into the world and we cannot the, the way you are so worried about everything we now we brought nothing into the world and we are not taking anything out of it so why are you so worried we are not taking anything out of this world that is why it continues to say that if once you have you have food and you have clothing let that be enough for you let that be enough for you so this morning i came to encourage someone that we should learn we should learn to enter into god's rest and entering into god's rest means that you you are having faith you are having an inward rest you are relaxed you are certain and you are fully persuaded that god is able to do what he has promised he will do so i'm sure that joseph every year that he passed in the prison he still had the hope that one day he will come out one day this dream that he had he will be accomplished i don't know the vision you have i don't know the the sort of money you are looking for i don't know the sort of marriage the sort of children you want to have but believe God that everything that He has said, He has said, He has said, will come to pass and it will be done as He has said. Don't be like the Israelites who doubted and, be, and a journey that they had to use 40 days, they completed it in 40 years. If you don't enter into the God's rest, your life will be full of struggles. You will have endless battles. You'll be fighting the, the enemies, the demons in your family, and you always be thinking that the witches are worrying you, the family orchestra are worrying you, but you are blessed. 
That is why when Bilam was asked to curse the, the people of Israel, he says that I cannot curse these people that the Lord has blessed. He says that there is no divination against Israel. There is no enchantment against Jacob. That is the promise that God has given to you. That you have been blessed with all, all blessings. That is what, what Ephesians chapter 1 verse 3 is saying. That God, he has, you have been blessed with all blessings. All spiritual blessings in the heavenly places in Christ Jesus. You have been blessed with all things. So you learn to know what God has said concerning that particular problem or that particular situation that you are going through and be fully abreast with the word of God and fully praise God as Abraham did. As I told you that Abraham was was grew strong in faith and was fully persuaded as he gave thanks to God. So we know that we are entering into God's rest and the promises of God it will take patience and faith for it to be manifested but we will wait for it trusting in God we will wait for it relying on God's word we will wait for it giving thanks to God and giving glory to God and we know that God will do everything that he has promised to do he will not leave us or forsake us it says that you will not be put to shame. That is what Joel chapter 2 is saying. So let, let us learn to know the promises of God. Let us learn the promises of God. Let us learn to have faith. And as I conclude, we should know that it says that today, Hebrews chapter 4 verse 7 says that today, if you hear the word of God, do not harden your heart. Hallelujah. So receive the word of God with faith. Receive the word of God with faith. And my last scripture for today, we'll take it from the book of Matthew chapter 28. Sorry, Matthew chapter 11, verse 28 to 30. Matthew chapter 11, verse 28 to 30. Please, let us read the word of God. Matthew chapter 28, chapter 11, sorry, verse 28 to 30 says that, it says, Come unto me, all ye that labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Hallelujah. God is telling us to come unto him. If you are weary, if you are heavy laden, he says that we should come unto him and he will give us rest. He will give us rest. He says that, take my yoke upon you and learn of me, for I am meek and lowly in heart, and ye shall find rest unto your soul. Hallelujah. For my yoke is easy and my burden is light. So God is calling us to come unto Him today. Come unto Him with everything that you you think that is worrying you, and come and pour it at His feet through prayers, through crying unto God, through crying unto God. He says that all ye who labour, while 
That is that is God calling us to do. That is your father calling you that come and come, come and he will give you rest. He says that when you come you will find rest for your soul because his yoke is light. So you give him your burden and take his his yoke. And let us learn to enter into the promise of God by enjoying our lives, relying on God's promises. And whatever God has said will come to pass in our lives. In Jesus' mighty name, Amen.